This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you have something you need to tell me? No, just that. Uh, you remember there a few weeks ago? It was a nice day. I was out for a run. I got a phone call off Emma Doran. Oh my God, celebrity comedian Emma Doran is looking at me. I was so excited. And you said, hey, do you want to go for a weekend in Cork? And I said, oh, that sounds nice. And you said, ah, listen, uh, it's for the Cork Podcast Festival. Uh, we're just going to do a little show in a room. It's grand. Emma, what what you do? What did you agree? What did you, okay, why did you lie to me? Fair point, yeah. What, you said that. we were going to a room. What room is it? <laughs> it's, um... Cork Opera House. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Yeah? Yes. Is that? The big one. What are you, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? So, Cornelius got in touch with me. Right. Hi, Cornelius. Never done Cornelius. Cornelius at all. Yeah. And he mailed me and he said, you fancy doing this? And I just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was in August. <laughs> and I just said, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I say yes to things and then I deal with what I've said yes to later. Lovely. That's how, that's my system. And Thus then, Ella. now, and then I have to admit, <laughs> yeah, 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 then I have to admit that he was asking us for, um, like, a blurb and whatever. Yeah. And I think, Oh, did, yeah. did he? <laughs> did he ask you for some stuff? And I said, yeah, I'll get that out you. And then I didn't. And then um, I get tagged in it, and it's in Cork uh, Opera House. Opera House. Opera House. Opera House. I thought it was a room. I thought they had a small room in Cork Opera House. I thought it would be in the smallest room in Crane Lane. I thought they'd have us on a street. I thought it would be outside of Costa Coffee. Like, what are you doing? Well, do you know what? The hard sell begins today. (laughs) (laughs) I should not be on a stage in Cork Opera House. Please, come and see us in Cork Opera House. What's the day? (laughs) It's a Sunday at 4pm. It's a Sunday? Yeah. No, but listen, this is the new buzz. And now I'll go Day out the drinking. night before. Yeah. You can go out the night before. I can't or go out the night before. 
You can go day drinking. At my age, when you go out the night before, you have to go to bed at four o'clock the next day. So if you have the kids, what you do is you head off for the day early, right? You head off at like 12. You get the brunch, you get the drinks in, come to the podcast. You'll be home for your dinner. We'll have you home for six. Yeah. Right. Okay, this was all That's in your the master you, plan then, was it? This is the way you do it. Yeah, I mean, who's drinking at, who's drinking at nighttime now? On a days? Saturday. Why not do it on a Sunday? So yeah, that's what. What's the date? It's. Uh, I'm just looking it up here. Um, I spelt my name wrong. That's nice. Um, I did tell him. I did tell him. I was like, <laughs> spelt her name wrong. She has a bit of a thing with the name, and you <laughs> spelt it wrong. But if you had to give him the verb, did you spell the name? No, wrong? I no? didn't. I no. didn't. I didn't. Guys, myself and Emma Doran, a, a person who professionally goes on stages as a part of her job. Yeah. And me, a person who does not go on stage as part. Actively avoid it is not having a wedding because she's afraid that no one is going to show up. Yeah, yeah, I know. I now have to do a podcast. Well, that's why I didn't say it to you. I just said I'd make the decision for you and just say, yeah, sign us up. Will you come? It's uh, it's Sunday, August the 27th at 4 p.m. And we're going to be in the cork up. I'm going to puke yeah. so much. It'd be great because it'll be just before the kids go back to school. It'll be like a last <laughs> little hurrah. That's the way I look at You know, like the one last little. Well, I take the one day off and we'll stay in cork. I think take the Monday off. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Take the Monday off. That sounds like it could be a bit. Can of fun. Tommy cover it? Would he be okay? To <laughs> Tommy do it? would be okay. Would he? We'll put loads of menopause and acne and <laughs> period things on the Monday, and himself yeah, yeah. and Alan will be in their element. Yeah, yeah. Make sure of that. They love it so much. Yeah. Right, please come. Please come. Yeah, do come. Oh, It'll be come. a laugh. I might die. And we'll do stuff for it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to. And another thing. My name is Maureen O'Connell. I'm Emma Dorn. And this is the podcast where we contribute to, but not add value in any way, to the conversation. Not What's the point? Sliver. And I was reading a book, my latest obsession. Yes. I'm barreling through them. It's the Detective Maeve Kerrigan series. So they're by Jane Casey. She's an Irish author. Mm-hmm. I think you'd love them. Okay. Mrs. I never want to read a book. But there was one bit where... One of the male characters says to Maeve, don't be that girl that cries at work. Don't be that girl. It was in the the book. It's called The Kill, I think it was. And I couldn't help but think in my Carrie Bradshaw frame of mind, why? Why not be that girl that cries at work? She deals with murder and mayhem all day long. Have an old cry, Maeve. You'll be fine. And it just kind of pissed me off. Yeah. Crying is really people... Cathartic. It's really good for you and people hate when other people do it. And I say do cry at work because when I was pregnant with Joe, I wasn't going to get any paid maternity leave, went to the office, had a cry, got myself a few months paid. (laughs) Now, was the cry, the cry was half and half. No, I wouldn't say half and half. The cry was 70% real and 30%, I was like, it'd be no harm if I cried now. Gotcha. Do you know, because I was like, this will get me a few squid. And I, and it was a very like, I was, it was very like, it was older men. It was very like all the men at the top. And like, there was nobody else going on maternity leave. And I was like, It's like focus. when you were in school and, you know, a, a male teacher, like I know, I knew girls in our school, a male teacher tried to get them to GP and they'd say period and they'd run a mile. You know, they'd be like, oh, do whatever you want. Oh my God, chop off my arm. I don't care. I don't want to deal with it. But 
it's the thing that in a workplace that has been incredible. We all know that most workplaces are incredibly male, blah, 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 down through the years and it's all changing. But it's the, you know, she's manipulating the situation because she's crying. When in fact, let me get it here. Women are biologically hardwired to cry more frequently of men because we've got six times the amount of prolactin, which is a hormone that's related to crying. So that's in our body. Sorry, but it's just going to happen. And I got to the stage there a few years ago where I was in a a very serious meeting and I was just like, I'm going to be crying in like two minutes, by the way, just deal with it and we'll just get on with it. Okay. Because obviously you're getting a bollocking. Yes. And I couldn't start. And for my entire career and life, it was doing anything, pinching myself, biting my inner cheeks, uh, thinking of, you know, extremely happy, doing anything I possibly could. Or, you know, you do that thing to make yourself stop crying and you think of something even worse. Yeah. You know, so like thinking of a parent dying, thinking of famine, thinking of stuff like that to be like, okay, that's worse. You don't need to cry here. This kind of false equivalence that I did my whole entire life. And now I'm like, nah, it's just going to happen, lads. Parents dying, famine. You couldn't have put me in the mix there somewhere. <laughs> no, because right now I just want to punch you in the face because of the Cork Opera House thing. So. <laughs> Parents dying, famine, the end. You know, that's it. But do you not think it's, yeah. oh, women cry, oh, but lads, it's biological. It's but biological. I, and we get over it. You get, if you cry, get you have a quick system. cry, you're done. See, I. I grew up, I, I don't know why, but I always have this thing of su- suppressing emotions. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I come from. Try to give her a hug, lads. Just try and to, I've, she turns into a ninja warrior to get away from your so arms. So many times at jobs, people have said to me, uh, I don't know whether you're overwhelmed or disinterested <laughs> because they don't know. <laughs> you do have that face. <laughs> You do, and you just kind of sit there. And you're yeah, like, yeah. I might but respond just, to you in about a yeah, year and a yeah, half. I'm just, not? I'm just taking it all in. But I've always had a thing of like, I because you're emotionally dead inside. But I'm actually very emotional. But it's only now in later years I've kind of more embraced the crying. Yeah, you know, like you were saying, like you feel better after it and whatever. But like, I would, I remember like when I was a kid or like teenager, if I hurt myself. I, the worst thing would be to admit that I hurt myself and cry. Like, I walked to school one time with a maid. Or no, she wasn't a mate, right? She was an <laughs> older girl. No, she was an older girl who I was trying to be mates with. Yes. And I had given her a smoke or something like that, you know, to kind of, like, get in there with her. And we're walking along and we <laughs> stop. Every story of yours starts with trading sm- and smokes, cigarettes. Yeah. And we're standing at a wall, finishing the smoke before we kind of go into our school grounds. And I get lobbed in the back of the head with a fucking apple from one of the lads in the boys' school. And you hear this like <gasps> gasp from your man because I don't think he thought it was going to hit me yeah. right in the back of the fucking skull. Mm-hmm. Fucked. An apple at full speed in the back of my head. And she looks at me and she's like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm grand. <laughs> I was not grand. I'm grand. Gotta be cool for the older girl. I'm grand. She turns into Sandy from Greece after the transformation. Puts on a pair of black pants and red heels. Yeah, I'm grand. I'm pure cool, Danny Zuko. Like getting fucked in the back of the head with a brick. I'm like, what? Nah. Couldn't t- nah. <laughs> I swear. Pured. I went to school 
and obviously she goes off to her year. I go off to my year. It wasn't right for a couple of days. I was fucking concussed. You were concussed. And I'm just walking around going, yeah, I'm totally grand, totally fine. And people are talking to me and I can't fucking hear them because I've got apple mush in my ear. Like, the force of that apple was so hard. But, like, I broke my elbow before and I kept going, oh, it's grand, it's grand. And then eventually, throughout the day, as my arm couldn't move. Oh, yeah. People were like, no, it's definitely broken and then I when I got to the hospital then I then I started crying I was like I'm actually in fucking agony like I broke my arm or broke my elbow right I continued on into work I fell off my bike I'm in my 20s right I'm cycling into work right I fall off my bike not like a big accident I went to go up like you know like a little curve yeah to get past the taxi driver and I went up on the path and I went like, you know, whatever. And this taxi- it's so bad, it's slow motion. You can yeah, feel it in your mind's eye. you can eye. feel it happen. And the taxi driver's like, oh, I love. And I'm like, sparking up, yeah, I'm grand. <laughs> Me? I don't feel, I don't feel pain. But at that moment, isn't it also like you're mortal? You feel like you're a man who's slipped on ice. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. You just have to, I'm grand. And I'm redhead pasty. I'm burning up. Like my face is giving this away. I'm like, me, I'm grand. I cycle on to work and I'm like, oh. I have to throw the arm over the handlebars. And then I, I want everyone work. to see her. It's like she's an elephant. She's flopping around. Was it flopping around? Just flopping. Oh my and God. And I just thought it was, I was in, it was in shock. And I was like, it'll come back eventually. But it got more floppy as the day went on. I started to swell. And I was like doing stuff. And I was just like moving it with the other hand. And then they're like, you have to go to the hospital. I was like, yeah, no, I think I do. And then I started crying in agony. And I broke my elbow. Is it the delayed the reaction weakness. thing? So straight away you kind of went, to, you go into a bit of shock and your whole body is like anything you can do from betraying an emotion. It's, it's showing signs of weakness. Have you always been like that? Yeah. And is that because you were the youngest of two boys or? I think so. It's something like that. Yeah. yeah. And that I think I, I grew, and it's not like my parents, I was never told to stop crying. Well, it probably was, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like it was a big thing, stop crying or whatever. Yeah. But I just had it in my head that crying with pain was a bad thing. I do think it's bad because we are told like to stop. I do think it's really bad for little boys when you hear things, stop crying, you know, be a brave boy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, let them have an old cry, like. But just sometimes walking their head off a of, of a bloody monkey bar. But sometimes it's fucking annoying. Ah, uh, yeah. Now say to that. be fair, when they are losing the rag for no <laughs> reason, their shoe is blue and they want it to be pink. You're like, ah, no, yeah. there's yeah. no need for Zip. that. Let's go. So sometimes, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I do get if that. If, well, yeah, I was gonna say if it's a if it's a genuine emotion, but then it's like, well, to them, if their shoe is blue instead of red, maybe that is a real emotion in their world, you see. We're belittling their uh, emotions. That's when you have to go, no. No, not having no. There has to be something, doesn't well, it? Well, yeah, if I've cut your toes the wrong way and you're crying, shut up. For parents, the irrationality of children. Yeah, that is, that is a bit much. See, how do parents not just cry all the time? Ah, uh, you do. Okay. Yeah, 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 you but do. But you have to, you have to cry away. I remember the first time I saw my mother cry and... <sighs> Yes. I think it's when her mom died. It was the first time I ever saw and I didn't yeah. know what to do. I was like, sorry? What? Yes. What's going on? It was, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think I'm, I definitely remember the first time my dad cried and I was at his brother's funeral. Yeah. And you don't know. I don't know what to do. Suppressed emotions our entire lives. What about, oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, your parents aren't meant to cry. So obviously, let's judge them. Well, I think you're, back in the day though, I, my kids have definitely seen me cry now. 
Okay. I can't think when, but they've definitely seen me I mean, cry. floppy elbow over here, yeah, in yeah. all fairness. No, they definitely see me cry. Or I would say, I would try and say if I was upset about something or if I was tired, you know, I would try. You're not crying at a, you know, are you crying at a at a dog's charity ad on the telly or oh, well, that's, the Vampire Slayer or whatever? That's deep shame. Because... That's deep shame. I, ha- I have to. I used to always cry at Oprah all the time. Yep. Oh, I cried everything on the television. And if somebody My says, boyfriend, Are you crying? He's like, oh. I'd be just like, Get up now. Don't even look at me. Because you know the comfort tissue thing that I was talking about here? Yeah, yeah, calling yeah. Calling yeah. him comfort tissue. And he was like, Why did you have to? Because he got nothing but text messages going, All right, any comfort tissue there? Do you have any <laughs> comfort tissue? So comfort tissue is what I call him sometimes because he always has tissues in his pockets just in case he's ever caught short. But as he says, you use it more than I do these days. For your tears. Because for my tears. And let's be honest, it's always a women's jacks where there's never any toilet roll. True. So he's very yeah. handy. He's a, toilet, he's a toilet roll dispenser. A real life toilet roll dispenser. I love him. But at the cinema, he's like, oh, here we go. Anything. We could be going oh, to see yes. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Saw number 27 and I'll be bawling. Oh, poor Jigsaw. Would he's you cry the in the cinema? Event. All the time. Oh, really? I didn't stop crying for about 27 days after I watched Romeo and Juliet and I went to see it four times in a row. I am gone. Zara King did a news report on dogs last week being the hidden victims of the homeless crisis. Bye-bye for an hour and a half. Gone. Actual people dying and I'm crying over the dogs, obviously. Yeah. But you do, right? Yes. Even you do. I do, yeah. Would you not cry in the cinema? I no, I haven't really cried in the cinema. I'm more cried home from watching something. In the cinema, no. I can't think of what I would have cried to in the cinema. I remember when we went to see Titanic in school. And I remember one girl getting up to go out because she was crying, and in my head I was like, "Fake." <laughs> it was. I was fake. I thought she was faking it, and she wasn't. Like it was she sad. wasn't? It's it was, Titanic. Yeah, it's a long one. It is a long one. But you know why you never saw your mom cry when you were growing up? Because back in the day, the moms used to say, a lot more moms had migraines. Yes, they went away. They went upstairs silently to cry. My mom had a bad neck. (laughs) As soon as we all moved out, the neck has never been better. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I mean. They were getting the painkillers. Yeah. The reason why you can't get, like, they used to get the sulfadine, no questions asked. I know. The codeine was on fucking tap in the 80s. They lived. And now there's questions upon questions. They were numbing it. They were gone. Yeah. There was a lot of, I'm not feeling well. Yeah. I'm upstairs. They wouldn't even Migraines, have PMT backs. downstairs. No, no, no. Like, I told, one day I was like, oh, God, it's my period. And I went, oh, for God's sake. I was like... What? And you, she used to have to use the carefree. Basically, you know those big massive nappies? Yes. It was like they had, you know, plaster Paris. That's what they were sticking down their pants. They were so bloody big. They used to have these ones where you put a belt in through it. Oh, the belt. you hear about that? The belt in through it to keep it up both sides. Like that would make you just cry all the time. They used to get bounded after they had babies. Yep. (laughs) Not crying though. Not not a single sh- t- tear shed in front no of these crying. seven or eight children. We had a famine here in the 1840s. Yeah. No, no one cried. Not one. Nothing. But then, if, we, if in Ireland, if we go back to the wailing mourners, you'd be hired to wail at funerals because the Irish people were like, I can't be bothered wailing. So we have to hire people to actually cry behind the carriage. 
as someone's being buried. That was that was a legitimate career in Ireland in the sixteen, seventeen, eighteen hundreds. I would have been amazing at that. I think for my like in my will, I'm gonna write that in that they'll hire whalers because if I die. And no one's crying at my funeral. I will be fucking raging. I want people wailing. We did a share your shame today. And the amount of messages from people going at a funeral, relative or relative of a relative, never met them in my entire life, had to be consoled by the poor husband whose wife had died. You know, that sort of a thing. Yes. So a lot of this, of course, is about crying. And yes. in the workplace. And it's I think the most obvious kind of expression of emotion that makes other people in a room go, you know, yeah. isn't it really? Oh, it's all completely out of your control, the whole Every, thing. But so is the sort of, we're six times more likely to cry anyway because of this prolactin that's in our body. That's good to know, though, that there actually is something that makes you more likely to cry. Yeah, ladies and, and the four gentlemen who listen to this, yeah. it is biological. That is what is happening to you. It's not because you're highly sensitive or emotional, even though it's shown that sensitivity straight inside in the workplace is actually good for a workplace. Um. And, you know, being highly sensitive, they can't do their jobs properly. It's like, no, anyone who's listening and any fella who, if you've ever had a quick cry, how much better do you feel after? It's a bit like an orgasm. You can't get all that emotion, a release. So I think more of that. I'm trying to embrace the crying more because I feel like if I do have a cry like that, I'm out the other side of that emotion quicker than if I'm trying to hold, because you have to let it go. You know, you have to. So I'm trying to embrace the cry more. I'm so happy for you. Is that why you're so happy these days? You're having letting out the cries. Sneaky cries I'm just trying to be more like... Not like Roddy Doyle, wives in Roddy Doyle novels, crying at the sink. No, things but are I'm bad. just trying to say to people if I feel a certain way that that's what I feel. Instead of like making it into like a rock in my stomach mm-hmm. and, you know, I, just being a big scorpion head and barking at people. Because Ella says to me, the version that the boys get of me, she's like, it's very different to the version of you that I had. And is that due to them being boys or is that due to you being older and more mature? I would say there's a bit of the boys stuff sprinkled in there, but it's definitely me being older and not as filled with rage. (laughs) And this is, I can't imagine you were like when you were filled with, this isn't you filled with rage. No, this is me chill. <laughs> this is me chill. We have a text chain going from the other night and she was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Shane always says my catchphrase is. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck this, fuck that. I was like, sorry. So some other unexpected emotions that people have. Yes. Laughing at funerals. Mm. Now, I would consider, as a person who grew up in this country, that it's a given. Most eulogies I go, very funny. Great crack. It's all about celebrating the person's life. Yeah. If something goes wrong, it's always good. Yeah. But I remember I was, after dad died... Was there myself and mum were trying, you know, a few days after we were trying to have find, you know, a bit of fun. It was the middle of COVID, miserable weather, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And I remember like three messages viscerally in my head about how I was a disgrace and I didn't know how to grieve properly and my father would be ashamed of me because we were trying to have a bit of a laugh, trying to find something that was funny in life. And we'd be sitting mm. there kind of going, I was sitting in his chair and we watching this chase or something, being like, This is what he'd do right now or whatever. Yeah. 
And I swear to God, the judgment of people when you're trying to find a bit of fun around when someone's died. You got to find the fun. You have to. My dad went to about five funerals a day. He loved funerals. They were his favourite things. Oh, my dad loved loved them. Yeah. He'd come home and he'd be like rating the eulogies. Oh, that was a 10 out of 10 that day. But you can't, you can't uh, judge. Judge. Or there's no, like, okay, yeah, there's the stages of grief. People don't do them all in the same order at the same time. Because people get, you know, when someone's older and they get sick over a period of time, you deal with some things beforehand. Yeah. Like unless it's a complete shock and someone has died and then you're like, all this overwhelming stuff is coming towards you. But I just think if anyone's there and you're kind of sitting there going, oh, that person now, they seem to be having their own there. Oh, God. Her father or her fella only died six months ago. However many months ago, yeah. You don't know what's going on at home. If they're just having a bit of a laugh, let them have a laugh because they're probably crying themselves to sleep every night. Yeah, or if they end up going on a holiday or a trip and so and so thinks it's very soon. Nothing's just too take soon. The no- take the nosy out and yeah. just. Thank you. Take the nosy out. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. I just, like that a lot. Can you can you do me out one of your sounds? One of my sounds? The sounds that Shane says that you do for. Fuck off! Fuck off! I want to put that on a hotkey so that we keep on playing that. He's like, here we, he's, I was like, oh, here she fucking goes. Because somebody actually the other day, I was in the car. I was driving, Shane was sitting beside me. We we're coming back from Mario Brothers, the movie. The uh, breaking all box office records, Mario Brothers, the movie. It's very, f- do you know what? It's very good. It's a good movie. I was getting ready. I didn't my cosy little black coat on because I thought I was going to have a snooze. Didn't get no food, nothing. I was like, here we go, snooze town. <laughs> Didn't fall asleep. But then I met a comedian, Adam Burke, outside. He was there with his family. And he was like, it's only uh, an hour and 20 minutes. He's like, it's a short one. I was like, oh, that's what it was. Oh. I don't need to be settling into it then. I love a movie. When I hear 120, I'm like, yes, well done, Phil. <laughs> but he comes, we're driving home anyway. And right, full disclosure, I'm in the wrong lane. But there's nothing I can do about it now. And I'm on a roundabout and there's someone behind me beeping and then they're still continuing the, th- the thing that pissed me off they're still beeping at me after I've gone around the roundabout and they fucked off another way <laughs> and I said Shane like what do they want me to do and he's like I don't know he's like someday he goes one of these days they're going to beep the wrong person and the person's going to get out of the car that is my dream <laughs> so many times I've been in the car dying to get out go fuck off like the size of me I am do- like 100% I'm doing that I, I have to stop myself. I'm every, I'd say, maybe not every day, but every couple of days. I was like, here we fucking go. Because <laughs> in my head, I'm a six foot five, like, bodybuilder. That's what I think. Yeah. With, like, you know, a lizard neck. <laughs> and they see this elven coming out with a cardigan and clutching her vape, her pink vape. I'm dying to kick off. I love that that's your dream. You know, mine is just... Dream! Absolute dream. But if people want to realise how much of a rage machine you actually are, that's what Emma Dorn wants to do to get out. I want the rage. Or Shane was on the bus last night going to Shamrock Rowers match. There was teenage girls. Well, if you want to get some aggression out, go to a bus at a Shamrock Rowers match. So he's going on the bus to the match because, you know, the way we're all about the bus. And um, these young ones started kicking off on the bus. Fuck off, you fucking did the dare. I fucking will. And I was like, as he was telling me about it, I was just like, I could feel my hands going up to my nipples. I was just like, tell me why. Did you get any pictures? Did you get any videos? I was just like so jealous. 
I'm like, I wish I'd been there. He's like, I wasn't getting involved. He said, I went and sat up the top of the bus. I would have sat in the midst of it. Of course you would have. Girls, leave it out, leave it I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something for Shane right now. Yeah. That he's, I better get some flowers for this. You need to watch a new program on Netflix called Beef. And it starts with a road rage incident. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, you mean to get me hot under the sheets? And it goes on, you're going to get hot under the collar, hot under the boot, hot under the bonnet. Shane, thank me later. Beef. Okay, good. There is another unexpected emotion. Yes. That I was thinking about. And it was, what about when you're repulsed with the person that you're meant to be attracted to? This is the thing Bad. that happens to most people at least once in their lives, regardless of your age, whether I was, I was very young. Yeah. And every time I was sort of made go out with someone by a friend, the peer pressure, and I get the ick, the minute the word, yes, I will go out with you or whatever it was, yeah. will come out of my mouth. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it because it's not like... You know when that queue in the changing room in Zara, the queue of death, where you yeah. go to die, essentially, yeah. is there. So you go, do you know what? I'm going to buy it. I'm going to bring it home. I'll try it on. And then I'll return it if it doesn't, if it doesn't work yeah. out. You can't do that with people, it turns out. You can't just go, yes, oh, actually, I've made a mistake. I would like to return you. You don't fit me. You have to actually then go out with them for a while. I know. It's not nice. And you have to, you have to spend time with them. And you have to go to the cinema with them. And they want to hold your hand. It's, we used to do this thing when we were young guys, a test. You know the way, because it's hard when you're younger to figure out if you like people. Yes. You don't know. You, you just don't know. And we would say... What's that tingly feeling? Do I need to go to the toilet? Do I like them? I don't know. Yeah. And you wouldn't know. And you'd be trying to figure out, do you like the person? And we used to say, okay, we go, close your eyes. And close your eyes. And they would say, okay, imagine him, his naked body on top of you and sweat dripping onto you. How do you feel about that? And if you were going to puke, we were just like, well, there's no point. It's never going to happen. I think but I feel about that. You said, the way you said that, I just went, if that was Michael Fassbender, I'd want to puke. The way you well, said I that, it's tr- designed to make someone hate but it. But did, did I tell you about that English fellow I went out with when I was a teenager? That came and stayed in the house. Did I, I know. I feel like saying, Emma, Emma, Miss Dublin Dorn. Fuck off. Go out with an English fella. Go no, on. yeah, I had an English fella. And he came... To I'll tell the whole story another day, but he came to stay in the house. Yeah. So I was all revved because he was nineteen and I was sixteen, and he was like, like walking me to school and all this. And I was he like, was nineteen. Oh, my English boyfriend. This is incredibly home and away. This yeah. is incredibly Irene Roberts all staying over in each other's houses. Your parents are so progressive; it's not even. So funny. I was like, here we go, here we go. He's in the house and. I kiss him. I'm on top. Now, not straddly, but you know what I mean? He kind of pulls me in for a kiss. And then I was like, oh my God, his smell. I was just turned off. Repulsed you. Repulsed me. His personal smell. It wasn't like deodorant or aftershave or anything like that. It was repulsed by his personal smell. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't. So he was over for like a weekend. I spent, how do you spend a whole weekend with somebody and they stay in your family house dodging them. I think I maybe spun something about like being like an innocent kind of yeah, Catholic 100%. girl or something, yeah. you know. And about him like kind of respecting my bound. Like little did he know, like a couple of weeks ago, it would, it would have been in the field. <laughs> you know what Anyway, <laughs> but it's just the smell. Just I couldn't. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.
Because I wish it was on live stream. Please. Isn't it, it terrible though that you do that with people? You get the ick for the minute. Like, I just want to take things slow, but whatever. There's nothing and you can bad do for about them. it. No. There is nothing you can I couldn't turn it back. It was never, that was it. That was Anyone who's out there and has felt the ick, there's nothing you can do. No. And I can't imagine being someone who's been engaged for, I don't know, how many years have I been engaged at this stage? 20? Mm. Imagine getting the, like, like I'm completely not really in love and everything. But mm. you know, if you got the ick with someone that you were with for years. That's got to be tough. And That's got to be incredibly tough. It does happen, tough. people. Of course it does. Yeah. Because you change as people. Different phases of life. Yes. Is monogamy meant to be forever? Like, you know, are we meant to have different phases of life and all that kind of stuff? It's just the, the ick. I think a lot of people mm. have felt the ick and there's nothing you can do. And it's that response. And you cannot get away from this person as soon as you want to. I know. Well, I think when you're younger, you definitely don't know. And then that's maybe as you get older where people are just like, no, no. Like they're less likely to maybe give someone that kind of chance thing. Maybe. Because they know how painful it is. It you know, does. they're like, I'll go with my gut. And let's see what happens. Um, shall we do some share your shames? Yes, let's do some. Because just boot a boss to every, I know I'm not going to get through all of these, but boot a boss to everyone who got in contact because I have laughed so much at so many. Yeah, you, t- you said that they were particularly good. I really love these. I was at a big barbecue. Mm-hmm. I bawled because my parents wouldn't join VHI. I was obviously locked. <laughs> did she? Did that person say big barbecue? A big barbecue. Oh, okay, so, so lots, lots of people, people there. there, and they're like our drunken child, our drunken child. Oh my god! Oh my god! There's a. Lot, I'm going to go through the ones that, of the the drunken ones first. Oh yeah. Okay. Me. My cousin's birthday. She was 26. We were in coppers. She cried because she didn't have a pension or health insurance. <laughs> We've all been that soldier. We've yes, yeah. all been Everyone's that soldier. Everyone's cried in the smoking area about mortgages. I'm mean, not to bring it up again, but you know what I mean? Totally have. Say it again. <laughs> mortgages. <laughs> Everyone has. I cried when I was too drunk. I couldn't remember why I was crying. Then I cried more because I'd ruined my makeup. <laughs> oh, God. How about this? <laughs> I was hungover and I cried at Leo Varadkar's speech. Remember the first one at the start uh, yeah. of COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were all I think emotional. a lot of people did. We were all very proud of him that day. I was really slow. Like, I'm sure a lot of other people were, but I was so slow on the uptake. Like, when they said go home for however many weeks, I was like, live in a vida, look at And Shay's like, no, Emma, like, this is really serious. And I was like, I'm working from home. I'm working from home. I was like, the fucking dream. And then I remember on the, whatever it was, Monday, got a mail. And I was like, what's this? Google Meets. I was like, what? And I remember I rang the girl, Alice, and I was like, I was like, what's the fucking story with these videos? Is that a real thing? Or she's like, we can keep your camera off. And then it slowly dawned on me. I was like, this is always going to happen. But Leo, I mean, even if you really dislike him, everyone has a little place in their heart for him during COVID. For that Because he, he was our COVID person, you know what I mean? But didn't everyone... It's going to be okay. You know, he was that person for let's, a little while. Let's get on a virgin who can't drive into a speech. But also, I remember that first speech, everyone was A, hungover, and B, drunk again. Yeah. just drank. Yeah. Yeah. For the first three weeks, this whole country was drinking. Oh, but sure, I did, the fi- I did the fitness thing and kind of started Straight away. Uh, did I? Maybe not straight away, but there was definitely borderline eating disorder. I was getting chipper and getting on that <laughs> exercise bike. Like it was. 
Uh, myself and my sister called to our dads when we were drunk and we cried when we told him we'll miss him when he's dead. Well, I mean, at least he got to see it while he was still very much alive. I lo- he did. He knows how you're going to feel about him. Like, he answered the door. He mustn't have been that fucking sick. They're no. Like, we'll miss you when you're gone. He's like, what? Am I sick? I think they're quite young. I'm going to be honest. They're just like, oh, let's go oh see Oh, my that. God. Uh, so this just happened this past Friday night in the copper rooms in Limerick. I was crying that I would outlive my dogs. <laughs> I mean, it is going to happen. I mean, Jesus, I hope this person outlives their dogs. Uh, some of these breeds only live for like nine years. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but just, you know, when you think about your animals and you get really sad about it. Yeah. Yeah, and you want them to live forever. Oh, I cry about my kids about things that haven't happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd assume all the time. They've been kidnapped numerous times. <laughs> numerous times. Have I told you about this? You're really Liam Neeson. I will find you in your dream. You're I finding everyone. I told you about everyone. the constant fear of them being kidnapped yeah. all of the time. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about Emma having to let them walk down the road by themselves and she was staring at them through binoculars. Oh just God. like, oh my God. Even though my fella is a painter decorator, so he's constantly in a fucking white van. <laughs> Every time I see a white van, <laughs> I'm just thinking... Give, Emma give running up in the van, are my kids in there? And Shane's going, yes, Emma, and they're now, in my van. TikTok fucking knows, my phone knows, and my phone is constantly listening to me that on my algorithm, it's not only like true crime about kids getting kidnapped, it's like fucking true crime about kids getting kidnapped and put it into fucking satanic cults. I'm like, okay, great. I hadn't even thought about that part of it now. So now it's like they're getting kidnapped and they're being put into satanic Sorry, cults. on TikTok, the satanic panic of the 1980s <laughs> and 1990s back, is yeah. back because they're so bored that every single trend from the 80s and 90s come back. So they're making up. So the satanic panic was faked in the first place by yes. five people in America who yeah. went, you know what? We'll make an awful lot of money off a bunch of Christians for this. Let's do it all over again. I swear to God, TikTok is going to be that. I don't, I, oh, I don't know how you do it. I don't know. I want to punch myself. If I have to say on Ireland AM once more, the new trend going viral on TikTok, I'm going to put my head <laughs> through the camera. I don't care because it's not a new trend that's going viral. Yeah. It's all happened but before. Can I tell you, can I own up to something now? Go on. You do you know when I say to you, oh, I saw something recently or I read something recently? Let me guess. It's TikTok. It's 100% <laughs> every single time. It's TikTok. But I and, just say and, that I read it so it sounds better. So that you know that I'm not going to lose my life. It just sounds better, yeah. I just, it just say I read it or whatever. I saw it somewhere. Even though I know you hate reading. Yeah. I just say Why I have I believed you? Because I'm very convincing. And to be fair, whenever I see you, you've got a vape in your mouth and you're scrolling <laughs> upwards. So, <laughs> of course, it's on TikTok. <laughs> I know. Oops. How about this one? And this is from someone that I love dearly. Um, oh, yeah. No, she's on maternity leave at the moment. I'm not going to say her name. Uh, so last week, I stopped to say hello to two Mayo fans. I shouted, up oh, Mayo! And I started crying. <laughs> she just wants it to happen so bad. Mayo, it could be your year. Come on, Mayo. Okay. The whole a lot of country people, wants it to happen. A lot of people cry with sport. But you know the way when they go into the crowd at a sporting event? They look um, for the hot ones. They the look for ones. the hot ones and then they look for the people like crying and stuff or whatever. Or you see videos of people like hugging the mates, the flag, and they're crying. And it's like, oh, the emotions are high and they've been waiting for this for so long. Yeah, but they're pissed. <laughs> they are pissed. Yes. All those lads 
the uh, like the Ireland supporters going away to wherever they're going mm. every time. Oh, the Irish fans are great. Look at them helping an album with our shopping. Yeah, but they're pissed. <laughs> but aren't take they... a video because they won't fucking remember. But aren't they nice drunks? They are nice drugs, but let's all just say they're absolutely fucking hammered. But they're nice. I don't care. It's lovely. The they get to have a bit of a cry. Cheering the, cheering the girl as she comes out of fucking Anne Summers or something. Or Victoria's Secrets. Oh, yeah. Was that in France? Pit, hammered. Hammered. And she came out and they were like, yay, well done. Your fella's going to have a great, or your girlfriend or whoever it is going to have a great night. I think, wasn't that what one of, the, one of the videos was? Yeah. Your fella or your lady friend, whoever. I was like, oh, drunk Irish friends, yeah. heckling girls in such a nice progressive way. Yeah, uh, six, six pints in grand. Not like, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was lovely. How about this? Once with bad PMT, I cried because the grapes in the fruit bowl look old and sad. Ah, here. If you get a bad one, get the fucking suitcase down from the attic. It's done. Yeah. Everything's done. <laughs> Me and the kids are moving back in with my mom. It's all over. I'm like, could I go back to dating? I don't know. Like, I have the whole thing planned out. Whole thing. I love that you're running away money. You don't need it because your parents live across the road. Oh, yeah. Just walk down I, to them. I can walk down to them. Yeah. Shane will never be able to find me oh, in his no. white van. Yeah, I'd say every six months or something, I'm like, it's all over. It's not happening. What about this? There's so many. I don't, I don't, okay. I cried on Sunday because nobody bought me an Easter egg. I'm an adult. I could have just bought one for myself. Ah, but it's nice to get one bought for you. It is. Yeah, as I said before, I do like a gift. You love a gift. So. She doesn't mean 20 euro. She does mean 50. Yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. A blind man got on the Lewis. He had a wedding ring on. I cried because he'd never see his wife's face. I wasn't even hung over. Just so many feelings. What are we like? Oh, God. But he was like, <laughs> there's a strong possibility he was a pickpocket. <laughs> and that was his ruse. I'm blind. Oh, look at me. I'm blind. Pickpocket, pickpocket. That's what I'd be thinking. I would like, fucking watch out for him. You I'm are. calling blind man's buff on that fucking load of shy. Keep my handbag close. That's where my mind goes. The rage and the cynicism. I'm like, stay away from that blind person. <laughs> you are terribly. But that's, would you, would you honestly not think that? No. Didn't even come into my head. Some, but like somebody in distress or whatever. And to be fair, that's Lewis, so it is in Dublin. And we're now in the top 10. Du- Dublin is in the top 10 cities for pickpocketing. We're number seven. Oh, yeah. If he starts scooching in beside me, fuck off. <laughs> that's why I have a bum bag. You don't think that's for fashion... <laughs> That's to keep no, the cash close. I never thought it was for fashion. <laughs> That's to keep the cash close. I never thought it was for it. He's okay. a pickpocketer. I am. Um, when I found a shell on the beach that I liked, I cried to my parents for being a 39-year-old loser who collects shells on the beach. Fuck my life. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think you should cry about that. In fairness. <sighs> reeks. Your car then just reeks of fucking shells. Do you have you collected a shell? No, but my kids oh, have filled kid. up cars with shells and stones. And by the way, thirty-nine-year-old, you're not a loser because you were a child. Your parents were there. You do you. No, but how big's the collection? <laughs> I don't know. I get teary when I hear we're all part of Jackie's army. I can't explain it. I get that. Put them under pressure. We're all part of Jackie. Yeah, yeah. It's very emotional. Yeah. I get, yeah, a couple of drinks in. Lovely and, drunk but, Irish yeah, fans. Yeah, a couple of drinks. Hey! Yeah, yeah. If I think if I was away and I heard that, yeah, deaf, I'd cry. How about this? 
I cried at my first hookup post breakup. The poor man looked so frightened. He hugged me and left. Hang on, my first hookup post. Bro- oh, so she broken up. I had to say it again. Yeah, she broken up with the fella. Yeah. First hookup, cried. Oh. Like like that time that Meredith cried through the sex with George and Grey's Anatomy, and you're like, George, leave the room. Stop it. That was it. Oh, you imagine how me. terrified he was. Yeah, let's like be in touch with the emotions and just no shame in crying. But I mean, try and hold that in. Oh my god! Till you get on the Lewis and you see a blind man <laughs> like that's. Is that like she on the other foot? If a fella did that to you, you'd be just like, he's not ready. He's crying. After oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at least he did the right thing. He hugged her and left. Okay, yeah. you know that's a good. Yeah. Well done. That's a good fella. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one that got away. Nice fella there. Uh, cried because we ran out of ketchup. Uh, milk. I've cried Cheese. with food. I've I've cried yeah. with food definitely. Yeah. Oh, or big, when yeah. when 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 there's mold because mold seems to be happening on bread a lot quicker these days. Yeah. Or when the takeaway shit. You know when you're in the horrors and you get a takeaway yeah. and you're like, "This is gonna solve it." Yeah. And then you get a three in one and it's been microwaved eight times and you're just like, "Fuck my life! <laughs> all I want, all I want is this three in one, this planet sausage, and now it's all fucked." I'd stop going to my favorite Chinese because the I had a bad experience with the spice bag. Nothing wrong. I just I was just like, "That tastes off." <laughs> See, hung over to fuck and I had no taste buds. But I was like, "That tastes off." I'm fucking going to bed. So I think, well, there's... I'm going to bed. Going to bed. <laughs> you haven't come back since. No. Full of rage. Sense. Full. Made a triple decker egg and rasher sandwich that I spent about fucking 45 minutes making. Off the charts, toast in the middle. I was like, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> Turned it over, moldy. Great. Fucked it in the bin. The whole shebang. Started crying. <laughs> I'd start crying. And if anyone slags you at that point... You're, then you're going upstairs and you're getting the suitcase. <laughs> you're getting you're the suitcase. They can't, they have to just, oh my God, is everything okay? It's just so fucking hungry. Yeah. Boiling the eggs? De-shelling the fucking eggs? Getting the mayo in? I would have just taken the mold off. No, it was fucked. It, okay. I didn't realise okay. until I flipped it over. It was that bad. That was the whole thing. But you know, you're just like, fuck this. I'm not even joking. Emma's actually put her head in her hands. <laughs> She's so sad. Cried all day on my mother's 26th birthday. I was four. I thought she was so old that she was going to die. <laughs> that is the ah, cutest thing. Cute. Oh, yeah, I'd lo- yeah, I love crying at birthdays. It's usually my own, but yeah, I like that. That's good. Oh my God, that's so cute. Okay, I've got a few more. How old was around 26? 26. Oh, that's a young man. Yeah. Uh, Maddie and Dempsey. My 30-year-old self was overtaken by my 8-year-old self and I burst into tears. He was bewildered. Can you imagine crying in Ian Dempsey's face? Oh my God. Imagining him in his lovely jumpers that he used to wear on Dempsey's den. Did I ever tell you about when I met Baz and got really emotional? Baz Ashmaui? Yeah. What did you do? (laughs) This one he was doing DIY SOS? Or just after like... Ah, come here. I was up in... She's crying again, Tesco. guys. We've broken her. I was We've up broken in her. Tesco car park in Raffranham. 
Rathfarnham. I was in the oh, No, you were in Rathfarnham. I was in Rathfarnham. She's right? not naming a shop in Rathfarnham <laughs> every week. Are you on the tourist board at this stage? Rathfarnham tourist board. Get her I on it there. I just go to the shop and I go to gigs. That's basically my life, right? But I'm in the Harris. But I'm kind of get. I'm okay. Like I've made it to Tesco, but I'm in the. You know what I mean? I'm mm. in the Harris, and I see Baz, and I'm so hungover. I think I know Baz in real life that we're mates. Has this ever happened to you with someone famous? Will you forget how you know them? I've never met the man. Oh, I've accidentally said, "Ha!" Like, "Hi, yeah. how are you?" Someone they're like, well, they have, and I just I'm had like, this. They do not. I've never met them. No, I've never yeah. met. I've never met him yeah. at all. Yeah, and I just had this overwhelming sense of like being really happy to see him, and I went up to him. And I was like, Bass, I was like, how's it going? He's like, good, good, how are you? Like, he was so nice. And I felt I was tearing up. I was tearing up. <laughs> so I went into Tesco. I was like, I don't fucking know this man. <laughs> but it was like... Did you know the whole time you didn't know him? Or no, it no, just no, jumped. I thought I knew him at the start. Because he was so convincing. I believed him. He's like, hey, how are you? How are you? I was like, I'm doing good, Baz. Baz has still have fucking sleep in my eyes. Like, I'm great, Baz. Baz has an actual sitcom coming out. Does he? And he's starring in it. And I hear he's brilliant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's on Virgin Media. I think the is it going to make me cry? Yeah. When does Baz DIY SOS? I'm gone. Uh, Every Sunday, I'm like, Baz, what are you doing to me? Catch. He's gone. He's straight to my. He's that kind of person. He's fab. I love him. Um, and he's was in Rathfarnham, so I think we get on. All right, <laughs> Um When my brother used the last drop of my Kerastase shampoo as body wash, deserved. Yeah, yeah. I'd ball. Are you kidding me? See how expensive that is? Yeah, that's... Oh, my I totally God. get that. That's awful. That's absolutely awful. And I have to say, the amount of ones that we got, like... At a funeral, I didn't know the person at all. I burst into tears hugging the family. Went to my friend's father's funeral. She ended up comforting me. All about people going to funerals, not knowing people, and bawling, crying. Oh, yeah. I think, like, even your first experience... My first experience of a funeral was probably not somebody who I knew. You know, it was, like, my dad's cousin or something like that. And, well, it's just the whole atmosphere it and the, whatever. It can, it's contagious, and it is... And then you do... I suppose start Very thinking. Sad. You start thinking about people in your life who you'd be worried if they died, or you would be upset, or whatever. At the same time, if touch wood, God forbid, I'm a widow, and I turn around and I see some young one bawling her eyes out, I'd be like, "Sorry, who's your one?" You literally just said, "If you don't have people bawling crying at your funeral, no. that you're going to come back and haunt them." Yeah, so my you want funeral. Them crying at Shane's funeral. No, no, it's Shane's funeral, right? I'm there. I look great. Okay. <laughs> And I turn around and there's some young one in her 20s roaring, crying. I'd be like, I want to talk to that bitch after the funeral. <laughs> wouldn't you? First of all, I wouldn't use that word. And second, no. Have a Housemaid's coming. funeral. You turn around. There's some young one in her 20s. Yeah. I'd be like, well done. And she's him. bawling her eyes out. Why not? Funerals are sad. Yeah, but would you not want to get the story while you're eating there your fucking funeral no soup? story. People cry at funerals. It's a nice... It's he could have been somewhere. He could have given someone his comfort tissue. A damsel in distress. And I would think, well done you. Because if he manages to get anyone else, fair play to him. Go for it. Go for it. What? I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't think that... 
I don't think oh, she's that she's choosing her words. I don't think that broadcasters she's... coming out. Hang on. Well, no, what I meant to say was no, but like I don't think cheating not necessarily means that you went a bit Emma there. Be. You went a bit fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be fine. Like, if I found out he'd, if he was dead, and I found out he'd had an affair going with a young one before he died. Yeah, but you'd want to get this interested in the story. Yeah, that's what I've said. I want to talk to her. But it's not where my brain would go that he'd manage in his 70 year old wrinkly age, manage or 80 or 90. Oh, I'm talking about a funeral now. Oh, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's my. Sorry, that's my fantasy. Okay, my, <laughs> my brain would not go there. No, no. But then again, he doesn't have a wife now. Anything could be going on in the wife man. Could be rocking. True. Shouldn't have said that. I'm finally. Can I leave you with this one? Yes. Jim. Every time I see an old, slightly chubby dog in public, tears come to my eyes as they waddle past. Well, I do feel sad when I see a pug because I do worry about because they can't breathe. Breathe. Yeah. Yeah. So there's certain dogs I. And my friend's dog used to, she had a boxer and the dog had arthritis. Oh. And when you'd throw the ball at a certain stage and the dog would run towards the ball, its fucking legs would be everywhere. And it started out funny, but then it was kind of sad. We were like, let's stop throwing the ball. Let's stop throwing the ball. Yeah. Leave the lovely dog alone. Yeah. Thank you to everyone for your share your shame. Sorry if yeah. I didn't get them all. They have made me so happy this week. I adore the share your shames. I think when we do share your shames on the on the live stage show, yes. we're also going to have a sound effect with Emma going. <laughs> yeah, I want to have a button. I think that might be my text. I think that might be my. Or if someone leaves a, um, me a WhatsApp voice message, fuck off. Or can I send that back? To amazing um thank you so much for listening as always we really appreciate it you can subscribe um like subscribe uh, emma doran is on tour i'm on tour it will be well oiled up by the time the live podcast is happening in august it's our version of being at a football match in france and seeing someone come out of victoria's secret with a bag um i have been marina connell i've been emma doran thanks for listening bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.